0: Hello and welcome to this episode of the MS Twins. I am joined once again by Drumstick and my ex-wife to get give a different perspective on multiple sclerosis. So, we'll just jump right in. <laughs> um... One thing that um, Drumstick has brought up is he really, really wants to drive with me and have me take him places, which I'm going to be honest, I want to as well. Um, But I have to prove to a neurologist that you know they it's oh, okay yeah they can put their their medical history and career on the line because i'm not gonna risk it um and yeah so that is that's a uh that's something that i have to work on like hard which i'm working on is not hard
1: looking
0: at me well it's just wondering if you had any other thoughts on me not driving you around anymore Huge jeopardy music So we'll we'll move on.
1: Okay, okay. because I had nothing.
0: Okay, that well then. Okay, it's time I mean, to like move it on again. I
1: something, but it's something that I can still do.
0: Okay, well, okay, well, well what was that?
1: So since my mom didn't lose her driver's license, she can bring me to the park.
0: Yeah. I mean, she can take both of us.
1: Yeah, I
0: guess so. Word.
1: Um, I do not know
0: what you mean, but I'll guess. I, I it's just a joke. Dad joke? <laughs> yes. <laughs> it was a dad joke. So.
1: Why are these outside?
0: I don't know. I did, did not. It
1: come with that?
0: Yep, I did not design it. So, so let's move on to a that different person. perspective from someone who
1: Is new.
0: was well. Yeah, I mean, but at the same time, no. <laughs> She's new to the program.
1: Yeah, that's what I meant.
0: Uh, but uh. Through your eyes, what does MS mean other than an autoimmune disease that sucks?
1: Well, I mean, it's definitely impactful in different ways to different people because we've known people who have passive MS who it doesn't. Super affect our lives, and there were times in your life where it was completely under control and managed by diet and lifestyle and meds, so it feels like it's a, a giant question mark in a lot of ways, and you just spend a lot of time wondering what's next and when things will come and living a little bit on edge for a while. Um, Cause there was always that sense of what will happen next? When will it progress next? Will it progress next? Will you get, will this last um, successful round of meds like hold you at this, at this level where, you know, there were times when you were healthy enough that you were just a normal person and completely healthy, essentially other than being on the medication and and eating a very strict diet and stuff like that, but then there were times when it was completely debilitating. So I feel like in a lot of ways it was just a roller coaster that, both emotionally and financially, and um, spending a lot of time just not knowing things and having to be okay with that.
0: Yeah. It. Well, it's a bookmark, but the wheel, yeah,
1: and how does it have this that can stand up
0: but yeah, like that's I mean that I mean <laughs> still i that's daily for me, but like is there is there any other advice? that you can give to someone who is either in a relationship like long term with someone who has MS or just for people who are in a relationship and don't have MS currently but who knows and I don't wish this on anyone but just what like is your advice if that happens Like, what should they do? Make
1: plans. They should make plans. One of the biggest regrets I have is you and I chose to live a lot of our youth as if every day was your last. And I feel like so many things would have worked better for us if we'd made plans as if you were going to live a full life, complete at just as if he didn't have MS. So I, I wish that we had planned for a life the same regardless. Um, because, and I think part of that was maybe cultural at the time, the whole, um, like you only live once and live every day as your last and seize the day. That was very big when we were young. Um, but I wish that we hadn't followed it. I wish that we instead had made plans as if we had forever. So I think that that would have, and so my advice would be to make plans as if, as if it didn't, it wasn't there, and then you just fold it into your life as you go, and make um, and change plans as you need to, but that you do, pretend as if everything else is normal.
0: Yeah, I I think that's actually really good advice especially for me and Ruth (laughs) you know not that we don't make plans but it's it yeah it's something that especially for me like you know me like I'm not really a planner um I kind of roll with the punches just because I have to, because I don't know what's going to happen every day when I wake up. Um, so, but, yeah, like, I don't know. Especially, like, hearing that from you, like, oh, cool. I, uh, haven't thought back that much on <laughs> I apologize if that was kind of brutal but um and that was one other question I feel like you kind of answered it uh with your advice. Um so yeah let's just go ahead and call it call it a day. I would like to thank my ex-wife for that last segment and also her input which a lot of it I myself didn't really think about only because I just didn't want to think about our relationship I'm more focused on the future which I understand she is and just getting her to talk about it was a struggle but she agreed and I do I thank her a lot for that now on to fun stuff. I guess. Uh like for instance, uh I I've been wanting to talk about politics for a while. It's been really, really heavy on my heart. Not I'm I'm not just gonna like dump on the president and his stupid things that he does in office. Um that's just we we've all we all know what's going on and it just doesn't do anything. Yeah, it it, it might make me feel a little bit better because I'm taking a dump on the president. But he does enough of that himself. So we'll just leave that as it is. So In regards to politics, what I would like to talk about is how his absurd policies are really, really hurting the marginalized, or the disabled, or whatever you want to call whatever group I am in. I already do not make a lot on my disability, um, because I unfortunately didn't have that much work experience going on disability, um, and that is kind of my bad, it's also something I did not know about going into it. um. But when your body says, bro, you're done, you're done. You can't really argue with that. Um, and this is where I have to, I have to thank Ruth because she has gotten me to see, like, another side the other side sorry the other side of the coin that I was dealt which is yeah I can I can I can do stuff I I can better my situation and yeah a a lot of it is I've been thinking about it for a while now, but she, she was the, the catalyst that actually lit the fire under my ass, so to speak, um, love, please don't light a fire under my ass. Moving on, um, like, and having... Having said what I, I earn, I, I have a car, but I can't drive it anywhere because gas is so expensive. Like, I'll, I'll give you an example. Under the Trump administration, it was $17 One seven to fill up my tank. I I last time I filled up and granted this was before gas was 6 dollars a gallon it was 61 and change to fill up my tank I don't do a lot of driving for several reasons or I should say a couple reasons um and Number one, like, we covered it in the last segment, which is, my license is currently expired. Um, So, yeah, it's like, anytime I get behind the wheel, if I get behind the wheel, which is growing exceedingly scarce um, it's, it's pretty much just like things that have to happen like I have completely just become socially boring because I don't do anything which is killing me because I am a very socially active person but the Lord this is he he obviously wants me to do something more than what I was doing so and this is just one of his ways of showing that he loves me and you know, it's, like, yeah, I I love you too, Lord, but, let me, I have a car for a reason, right? Anyways, anyways, I digress, um, yeah, like, so, gas is stupid, that's, it's went up, like, $43 Forty-three dollars to fill up my car, and that's that's just, that's just not feasible for me. Um, and I I do again thank the Lord that He has surrounded me with people who are lifting me up, and I can, they give me rides, I can also, uh, like, one of the ways they are lifting me up is my, essentially, best friend, happens to know um Ryan Wong who is the he's the head guy at Step Forward Academy which with the tools I am learning I am going to be able to get back in the workforce which is something I have been out of since twenty ten. And so I mean that that's a that's a long time, right? But everyone is so hungry for employees. Once again, thank you, Biden. Um, and it's not I'm not actually thanking him because everything that's wrong with America right now is self-inflicted, and it starts with biden and just trickles down but again i digress (laughs) and like so yeah i am i am going to hopefully get a job now the the next step is i have to essentially sell myself like I, I am the product, and I am selling myself as a product to an employer to, like, let them know, listen, like, yeah, I, I have been out of the workforce for a long time, but that doesn't mean I can't do anything, and I guess the one thing I can actually thank Biden on with his policies is employers are no longer really al- like they're they're no longer allowed to look at disabled people like lepers anymore. Granted, still I'm not gonna like apply for a job that's like out of my reach like. Say I am not going to apply for a job that I know I can't do, just because I'm I'm disabled and I feel that they should give that job to me because I am disabled. It's like no, that's that's ridiculous. That's taking advantage of the system that Biden has put into place. But again, the third time I digress. I have to, I have to catch myself. I really do. Because I can just rant and rave about what this doddering old fool does in office. And honestly, I don't think he actually either knows or understands what he's doing. And that's, it's just, it's sad that he is the head of the free world and this is what he's telling the rest of the world all right we are incredibly weak and fragile just come i mean the dude fell going up the stairs okay okay i have to stop i have to stop i really have to stop um Like, not only because it's just really easy to do, but it's also not the Christian thing to do. To just rail on him. Even if he deserves it. So, okay. I'm I'm going to stop myself. But, yeah, it's like... I in, in 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 this current economy I I can't exist basically like yeah as clearly I I I can just exist and become a couch potato and but I I don't want to do that. I saw somebody um, on Sunday, who I haven't seen in months, and she complimented me on, wow, you look like you've lost weight, which is what I'm trying to do, because I'm getting married in October, um, and I just, whew, that, that made me feel really, really good about myself, because, yeah it's like i i used to be a beanpole and now as i've gotten older and it's a little bit harder for me to shed the pounds i i have to be more intentional about it and that is that is a struggle which it's also like it's it's what I have to do to prove to my neurologist that I'm meeting in, in September that yeah, bro, like I, I I I'm good to drive. Like I can drive. I I know I can drive. Yes, there there are some some issues I guess, but I, I feel I address them, like, for one, my reaction time, it's not as quick as, like, a normal human, and I, I, I realize that, I, I get that, um, and so, if I drive, it is when I'm behind somebody, I leave like a lot, lot of space. They they say you're supposed to leave three car lengths. I leave like eight, just because I know my reaction time is a little bit slower than everyone else, everyone else's, because of my MS. It's just, it's what it is. So okay, like I will adjust what I used to do to like what I now can do. Um and that is it's yeah, it's it's hard and it, it is a learning curve, but You know, I always say, oh yeah, I'm 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 retarded But it's like no, I'm just I'm stubborn and that is like part of my hubris I guess I think I'm using that word correctly. I'm just I'm I'm lying to myself if I do not change. So that is what I am in the process of doing, is changing. It's in the Bible, they call it sanctification. So, or like in John uh John 14 chapter 14. um it's a pruning process he is the vine dresser I am the vine so yeah there's there's that and a lot of it is it's it's pretty hard to take in and accept but I I have to so that's, that's all for this episode just you know a very nice interview uh, with my ex she gave me some advice that I am going to take into my new marriage and yeah it's thank you thank you if you're listening and i i will talk to you again soon thank you for listening i thank you again for listening and putting up with my antics on the ms twins you can email any questions or comments to the ms twins at gmail.com and i wish that you all have a blessed day and come back soon